0: Good. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Well, this is Sandcast. Uh, by the time this one comes out, it'll be 2023. Wow. Um, so this is actually Jaden Wivar. You are our first guest of the 2023 season. Wow. Lucky me. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you making the trip. <laughs> Thank you. Although, as we talked about, it was a convenient trip yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but you grew up down in, uh, in San Diego, right? Yes.
1: Yep. Born and
0: raised. And San Diego is an absolute powerhouse of young beach volleyball talent because yeah. did, did you go to high school with megan craft and delaney
1: yep tory pines high school that's insane yep i know there's been a lot of people that have come out of tory pines no kidding and savvy seems too. Is,
0: oh sav went yeah. there too yeah. oh i didn't know you guys went to high school together yeah she's well, a couple I'm years older than she's me not here. i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. i know so
0: is tory pines a public high school
1: it is yeah.
0: that's crazy that they got all that talent without recruiting or anything. I
1: know. Yeah. Um, it's usually Torrey Pines High School, Cathedral Catholic, and, uh, La Costa Canyon are okay. like the three pretty competitive high schools gotcha. in the area. So,
0: and you guys have beach volleyball as a high school sport in all of California or just kind of select spots?
1: Um, I think mostly all of California that I know of. Okay. Um, but yeah, our uh, Torrey Pines high school team was pretty competitive. You're um kidding. yeah. We did pretty well. We would uh uh we won CIF, I'm pretty sure, like a couple of the years, I think maybe two years, and then made it to semifinals of state, which was our okay. big thing. But um yeah, those were the high school indoor days. So yeah.
0: What's um I'm not from California, so like what's the difference between CIF and state?
1: Um, CIF it, or state is like, like a bunch of teams from all over in the California. So, um, it's kind of like the bigger, it was like, uh, what is it? Like regionals and then CIF and state. And if you made, if you won state, that was like the biggest, That's biggie. okay. Yeah. Like the, 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 one of them all, the big one, but, okay. um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Delaney and Megan's team actually won state for the first okay. time for Tory Pines. And so like that was a huge deal. Gotcha. So yeah.
0: Because being from Maryland, our state's so small that we don't we just, it's just state. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just you have your qualifier. I guess ours is conferences, which might be the equivalent of CIF. Yeah. And then if you do well enough in your conference you qualify for exactly. the state tournament and then yeah. that's the biggie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And did did you like always have high school beach volleyball as a possibility? I feel like that's a relatively new thing.
1: Yeah, it was... uh, High school beach volleyball was a little bit less competitive at the time. I mean, it's only growing now, but um, yeah, when I played, it was more just kind of for fun and we would play against people or uh, different high schools and stuff in the area, but it wasn't as, I guess, serious or competitive as the indoor um, sport at the time.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And what position were you indoor?
1: I was an outside hitter, believe it or not. 5'7", <laughs> 5'8", <laughs> five, five, with shoes on maybe. But, yeah, I was outside hitter, um, and, yeah, I loved it. I was able to hit and um, compete in that level, but... Yeah, I, growing up they would put me as libero because I was little, and then um, I kept telling my coaches I was like, I really want to hit, like give me like Spoken a chance. Like a true libero. Exactly, <laughs> I was like, please, just like let me try, and it took a lot of work, but um, ended up getting kind of good at it. I got yeah. a starting spot, so. Um, yeah, I sometimes I miss my indoor days. Just the team, yeah, team culture. You know, like. I
0: think I feel like that's the biggest uh, thing that beach players miss about indoor yeah. is that team culture. But it's so I love the college format because it is individualistic, but it is a team at the same time. Exactly, and sometimes that can produce like these dichotomous emotions where if you win your match, but your team loses, you're like, let's, I don't know how to feel. And then if you lose your own match, but your team wins, you're kind of bummed, but kind of stoked at the same time. Exactly. I
1: know. Oh, I've had many of those moments where if I lose and I know I had a bad game, but my team won, I'm like, oh, I still feel like pretty bad, but like great for my team. But yeah, that was definitely an adjustment, um, going from indoor to beach, but, um, like, I, I would say, like, mostly in high school. The thing I loved the most about indoor was just having my team because while I was playing beach in high school, it was just kind of, like, on my own training. And, yeah. like, yeah, I had Wave um, Beach Volleyball Club, which was amazing, but I still felt like my indoor team was, like, my, my crew, you know. Mm. But, um, yeah, anyway.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I remember two of the most intense – college beach matches I've watched you've been a part of. Hmm. It was... Uh, was it a quarterfinal or semifinal against uh, LSU
1: Oh, two years j- ago? Two years ago. Oh, yeah. That was the quarterfinal. Okay. Well, yeah. I think
0: it was... Uh, you were playing with Riley? Yeah. uh uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. I that went three. And it's so fun watching... In golf shores because everyone's just sprinting to whoever's course last and you guys were last it's like this is intense (laughs) like this is fun to watch
1: yeah I actually I was just talking about this with uh with Riley the other day but um that season it came down to our court like a weird amount like I'm sure (laughs) like I think it was like three or four times and that was actually the first year that I made the lineup so I was like new to I was like oh my gosh I'm like just a baby. Like, I don't want this to come down to me. Like my seniors, like whatever. And, um, yeah, I, we just, I remember them on the loudspeakers, like, all right, coming down to court five. And Riley and I looked at each other and we were like, oh, here we go again. And then we like looked down the beach and there's all these LSU fans like running with flags and like everyone's going to our court. And I'm like, all right, here we go. It's time to get down to business. So.
0: And how do you respond? Like when you hear that on the loudspeaker Mm-hmm. It's all coming down to court five, Jaden Whitmarsh and Riley Powers. How do you respond? Because you kept finding yourself in those situations, but I feel like you responded very well every time.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I I would say that we got used to it in a weird way, but also it was just like, how cool is this? Like we're put in this position to like, I don't know, win this for our team. Yeah. And um, we – We would just, like, look at each other or, like, make eye eye contact and be, like, all right, like, it's you and me versus the other two. Like, everything else is just noise and um, we're just going to do what we can and we give it, obviously, our 100% and whatever happens, happens. And we actually just, I mean, we did pull out some big wins, but how cool is it to say that like, yeah, we were the deciding factor Like the anchor. Exactly. Like, Yeah. yeah. So I think that gave us a lot of confidence and especially me just, that was my first year making the lineup. I think that really helped me for sure.
0: Yeah. You've had a, An interesting college career, just the timing of it. Oh, yeah. Because you're a graduate student now, right?
1: Yeah, fifth year, but this is only, I'm going into my third season playing.
0: So how much more eligibility do you have? You have this one, obviously.
1: Yeah, and then I technically have a sixth year. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely up in the air if I'm going to do that. I just feel like um, I get my head set one way. I'm like, okay, I'm going to totally be fine to be done after this. But, again, it is only my Going into my third season of playing, and we'll see how I feel. But yeah, <laughs> definitely don't know exactly yet. Yeah,
0: and no reason to make a decision yet anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> um, your what your freshman year was supposed to be twenty nineteen.
1: <sighs> yes, twenty nineteen, and that's when I redshirted. Um, my team was absolutely incredible. Um, no kidding. Yeah, we had Sarah Sponsel
0: on court two. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. If <laughs> that's, it was, how deep that's it not was. saying anything about our team, <laughs> Sarah Sponsel on the twos, but. um yeah, we had Sarah Swansel, Anna um, the McNamara twins, and Izzy Carey as our senior class. It's so not bad. Really, yeah, we had a really good team, and um, so yeah, I decided to redshirt my freshman year just because um, I had a little, a lot of learning to do. Yeah. Um, which was a great decision, and then sophomore year was the COVID year, so we didn't get a yeah. season. So, um, again, junior year was the first year I got to actually compete. So. Yeah.
0: But you were probably pretty antsy. To play. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. I Honestly, it's weird to say, but, like, the timing of COVID was kind of good for me. Um, I got to go home and train a lot, and um, I still got to do some practice sessions with, like, some people, like, whenever I could. Mm -hmm. And I just had a lot of time to just, like, I don't know, like, prepare on the details. And, like, Stein really wanted me to, like, um, not, like, change my offense, but just, like, like perfect oh, I don't know what the word is but like add more tools yeah. to my game and be more creative with my shots and stuff mm-hmm. because of obviously my height um alters but I don't know um I got a lot more time to kind of like get back into playing the game I obviously wanted to make the starting lineup so yeah. I did everything I could and then when I got back I was like all right let's go
0: yeah so that two-year preparation phase, if like frustrating as it probably felt at times, yeah, was probably so good for your game because one, I'm curious what it was like to be learning from the McNamara's on court one, yeah, and Lily on two, yeah, uh, Abby Van Winkle is yeah. starting. She played Bazana mm-hmm. on three, yeah, and Izzy Carey, who I think is still UCLA's all-time wins leader, yeah, just cruising on court on five, five all know. day long. I know,
1: I know, I <laughs> know. Um, my freshman year was honestly, like, one of my... Each year has been great, and I've had different, obviously, experiences and, like, stories, I guess, with, with each year. But my freshman year is so, like, I don't know, clear in my mind just because I got there, and I was, like, coming from youth volleyball and thinking, like, oh, I'm, like, the best. I'm yeah. really good, whatever. And then I, I get to UCLA, and it was just such a wake-up call. Like, I remember being like, <laughs> yeah. what team am I on? Like, yeah. this is crazy. And I just remember, like, taking a step back and just, like, trying to absorb as much as I could from the players I was getting to compete against at practice and stuff and also from all the advice and the coaching from Stein and Jenny and, like, honestly, it was, like, such a huge year for me. I I learned probably, like, the most that year. Yeah just from
0: watching. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And it's it's so cool because, I mean, your teammates are obviously world-class. Sponsor went on to the Olympics. She's won an AVP. Mm-hmm. Lily, I think, had the talent yeah. to win AVPs or contend for, for them. Sure. The McNamara's are making their own little Olympic run. And then adding on top of that, you had Stein, yeah. Jenny, and then what volunteers have you had? You had Jose, We've had a lot, yeah. Jose Jeremy,
1: um, Maria? Yes, yep. And then we have Sean Fellowfield now. Okay. Um and um, Irene.
0: Okay, Irene Pollock. Love Irene. Yeah. I know she's great. I haven't seen her in a long time. I know. Did uh, she move? I know she once she started having kids. she yeah. just Yeah. Uh, two or three. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, you're pregnant again, Irene? I know. <laughs> um, I I think they
1: might be in San Diego. I'm not sure. Okay. I also haven't really talked to her in a while. But each assistant or um yeah assistant we've had has been great in their own ways. Um, just each year it's been different. Like Jose especially our Um, when we had him as our assistant, we overall just became a lot better of a blocking team. Okay. And um, I learned a lot about my offense from him too. Just like, obviously, Jose is amazing and he's full of like tips and tricks and And stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he was on my, he was like our coach for a lot of the season. So his positivity and energy like was perfect for me. It's like exactly what I needed. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. And it's cool. Just to see, like, how fast the youth game has changed. I mean, youth meaning, you know, high school on up to college. So Delaney, I don't know if you've ever met my wife, Delaney.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I haven't met her, but I I know her.
0: Because she she was hilarious because she wasn't recruited at all coming out of high school. Mm -hmm. She sent Nina Matthews to coach at Pepperdine at the time. Uh, just a random tape of her playing indoor Mm -hmm. and then said, hey, we just beat this team. So Nina perked up and said, okay, cool. And she ended up getting a full ride offer just on an indoor tape. Wow. And she had never had any coaching as a kid. Wow. And that wasn't that long ago that she was a freshman at Pepperdine. She was a freshman in 2014.
1: Okay. I did not know that. Yeah,
0: And eight years later, it's nuts how, I mean, you have like 11-year-olds who can break pool and CBVA opens? I know. That's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> and just watching sort of, I mean, your generation really come up to Megan Crafts, Delaney yeah. Maples, yeah. sponsor It's cool to see just how freaking good all you guys are right now. And it had to have been fun growing up on the beach, as I'm sure you probably witnessed the numbers get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like growing up and competing against like some of the girls that now are like, the best of the best at all these colleges. It's just so cool being like, oh, I know you. Like, I've I've played with you, like, all my life, and now you're going on to play in AVPs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's just, it's cool to see the game, like, growing, like, before our eyes and, like, being a part of it, too. It's just, like, one of the coolest things. And, um, yeah, I think it's only growing more. I think it's going to continue to go on for a long time. Yeah.
0: And it's it's never had a problem being big in California. Right. But have you watched it? grow and expand in numbers outside of the state as well?
1: Yeah, I feel like there's definite, um, like, beach volleyball states that are, like, a little bit more ahead, just obviously because of weather conditions and stuff like that. But, like, the Floridas and um, Texas, um, those are the big ones. But, um, yeah, we're starting to get, like, more girls from other states, which has Mm -hmm. been cool just because I feel like, in years past it's all been like socal and like some norcal but um it's been cool getting to see more florida girls come texas Mm -hmm. like like people from all over which i think only helps the team
0: yeah so and you guys i mean stein hit the jackpot with his florida bunch yeah and bring (laughs) in riley lexi Lexi. and who else is there another one from florida
1: um, we have Marley who was a okay. transfer, but she played indoor at Florida, but
0: I remember Tim Brewster,
1: uh-huh. he,
0: he told me, he's like, listen, when Riley Powers <laughs> and Lexi Denenberg get here, you need to go watch them play. Cause yeah. they're a beast. Yeah. And then I watched them play. I was like, they play like they're about 22 <laughs> and they're 18. I know. Especially <laughs> Lexi.
1: You should like... That girl works harder than anyone I've ever seen it in shows. my life. Oh, my God. It absolutely <laughs> She's does. A monster. I know. Like, she playing on The Ones for so many years. Yeah. Just, like, uh, she just, in everything she does, she puts in 100%, 110%. And she's, like, the best leader and just, like, inspires everyone. And, and her energy is contagious. So, um yeah, she's been great to have on the team just for the overall success, but also she's just a great girl. So it's been so fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, uh, it's got to be unique just in how individual, but a team sport it is, mm-hmm. and how someone can become a leader. So, I mean, in basketball, you could be a good on-court leader, right. and you're directing everyone right. on the court, but that's not really the case in beach. Yeah. So, how, how would someone be a, a good leader at the college beach level?
1: Um, I feel like it definitely ranges from team to team, but, um, in my experience on our team, the, the team culture has been something that has been, um, implemented from like the girls before us. Like Mm -hmm. they kind of started this thing and now it's kind of like an expectation, but it's also just like, is what makes our team like super close. And I feel like the whole leader thing, um, I guess comes with maybe experience and also just like respect. And there's also like many different kinds of leaders on our team I would say um like obviously there's like the Lexi who she like will work hard and like make you want to work really hard and then there's like girls that will be at practice and are like the motivators like the talkers and like you know but I think um our team is cool because like we all just love each other so much and it's like you could really go up to any girl on the team and if you need like help with something you need advice like you can literally turn to the girl next to you and, like, they'll be there to talk. Yeah. So I think that's cool on our team. But
0: it's very cool because Stein, I feel like, does such a good job of recruiting some of the most competitive women I've met in my life. Yeah. But who also get along with each other. I know. Those are two hard traits to put together. Because <laughs> when you, the, I mean, watching Devin Newberry play. Yeah. If you are not for her, you are against Devin Newberry. <laughs> and she will talk trash and stare you down all day long. It's true. Sponsil is one of the most competitive people oh, yeah. I've ever met. I know firsthand how competitive Lexi is. Because yeah. Lexi actually played with Delaney in New Orleans right. this year on the AVP. Um I've heard that you're very competitive and just your little spark plug out there too, <laughs> watching you. It's very fun because you bring so much energy. Yeah. And I'm wondering just how Stein is able to find all these very competitive people who are competing yeah. for roster spots. Because it's yeah. not only getting in the lineup, but it's where you are in the lineup I know is a very competitive thing as well. How does he make that happen?
1: Um well, I think again it it falls back into our team culture and I think like We have, like, a lot of talks with our team about, like, yes, we are competing against each other for these spots and everything, but that should – that's on the court. And then once we're off the court, we're, like, back to all being best friends. And, like, in the end, like, we all just want the best for each other. And it's important to push each other and and work hard for for these volleyball, like, pairs and spots. But at the end of the day, like – we're we all have the same end goal, and we all just want the best for each other and the team and the program. So that's what it kind of comes down to.
0: Yeah, you guys have been so young the last couple years. Did you lose anyone from this past year?
1: We well, we graduated two, um, one uh, starting. So
0: okay. we have a lot of so returning nine starters back.
1: Yes, and we have a couple of really good transfers coming Two Phew. two joining us in January and okay. one joined us uh, in the fall.
0: Okay. Who's coming?
1: Um, Haley Holgren.
0: That's who... a good pickup. I know that's, she's, that's a tough transfer I going know. from USC to UCLA. I know. Yep. So she's... <laughs> I didn't know she transferred.
1: Yeah. So well, she actually just did her fifth year at, um, Michigan. Okay. Uh, Played indoors, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and now she's coming back to beach and joining the good side. Not kidding. (laughs) 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 But um, we're really excited to have her. That's gonna be great. Um, and then we have another indoor girl, Reagan Hope. Okay. Um, she was at Oregon, and she's a sophomore this year. So that will be huge for us long term for the program because I think she'll have three more years. Um. But yeah, them joining us in January and then we got Kelly Green Agnew who joined us in from fall. LSU. Yep.
0: Awesome. So yeah. you have nine returning starters from your own team, and then Haley started for I think four years yeah. at USC. And then yeah. Kelly, I mean, she's been a mainstay at LSU for a exactly. while. So you have eleven starting yeah. players.
1: That's not even including <laughs> <awesome>. the freshmen <laughs> yeah. and the yeah, we honestly we have a pretty good team this year and I'm really excited to see how everyone gels together, and I yeah. just can't wait for season, honestly.
0: I bet. Yeah. And especially because, like, your your career will come back to it, but it's, it's been so funny. I was reading your bio at UCLA, and your 2020 year, you went, like, 3-0. Yeah. And the bio was, <laughs> like, one of four players on the team to go undefeated yeah. in the whole season. <laughs>
1: I'm like, okay, yeah. Those <laughs> yeah. three games were really crazy. Like, no. yeah.
0: oh. But it's got to be exciting for you to have a second full season, especially coming in. Not that you're ever assured a roster spot, but yeah. you played very well last year. You are on court two. Yeah. Well, court three, and then worked up to court two with Devin. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be exciting for you. You've got a roster spot. You have experience. You know you can come down to, in the clutch if need oh, yeah. be. Uh-huh. It's probably a very fun time for you right now.
1: For sure. Um, yeah. I Honestly, this winter break has been great to spend time with family and be home, but I'm like kind of itching to get back like, yeah. to training and being with my team and um i think we have the chance to win this year and i think that only fuels the fire more like we want to come in like thinking underdog mentality and like just going hard against every single team because we know we're going to get everyone's best game yeah so um yeah i i'm really excited to get back for this season it's gonna be really fun
0: yeah we're gonna take a quick break from the show not just any break this is the Waiakea Water Break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. and all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is
1: that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waiakea donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waiakea.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7 Eleven.
0: Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at wayakea.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board, and we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's Sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put it in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code Sandcast-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so, pretty much ever since me and Tri started working with them. It's basically a multivitamin, the best multivitamin on the block. It's cheap. It's less than $3 a day, which might sound expensive, but if you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit. It's cheaper than the lattes, and it's way better for you. All right, it's, it's the, the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Tri, we've been healthy all season long, despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Tri's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, athletic green. And you can feel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't, that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Kent, He didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best... I mean, it's honestly... It's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it it had interviews from all the greats. It had St. John Smith. It had Skarch Karai. It's got Randy, Dodd, Hovlin, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today you guys still go by Dogs? Uh, skinny dogs, <laughs> skinny
1: dogs. <laughs> yeah i mean you know the the uh, sl- uh what's it called slogans kind of change every single year yeah just with uh the different teams and the different like journeys and it's kind of like the inside jokes but yeah yeah each year we have definitely some sort of um thing but skinny dogs that's yeah, funny Devin was newberry funny. was
0: cracking me up when she was uh, talking about that
1: yeah i forgot <laughs> about that one that's a really good one
0: yeah <laughs> What uh what role do you see yourself playing on this year's team? Cuz you're a graduate student, you've been yeah. around for a while, you know what works, probably seen some things that don't work.
1: Right. Um I would say this year um well, personally, I'm just going to wanna if this is my last year, I want to just soak it all in and like obviously just be grateful for every single game and opportunity that we get. Um but I think it is going to come down to just being like Now that I am an experienced player, just kind of, like, making the newcomers, like, feel super welcome and super just, like, comfortable and making sure everyone is, um, like, on the same page. Um, And then, obviously, like, I have a kind of a competitive side and I like to, like, fire everyone up. So that comes a lot with, like, energy on the court and... um, yeah. By now, we definitely know what we need to do to win, and we've had our tough losses, and so using those to fuel the fire and just prepare even more um, is going to be helpful for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. One of the uh, the topics that comes up a lot, just with players of all types, be it professional, college, is sort of discovering your personality on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seem to be a very energetic kind of player, but I'm wondering if you have had to experiment with a couple of different styles mm-hmm. of just how you act on the court before you kind of found what worked well for you.
1: Right. Um, so yeah, so something at UCLA that's been, or I don't know if it's UCLA or just my team, but we take this personality test. It's called like the Enneagram test. Okay. And there's like, uh, a questionnaire of like, I think 150 questions, like a bunch of oh, that's questions. A big one. Yeah. And it, um, it shows you a list of like, um, kind of the category you fall into. There's like a two seven three and like all this stuff, and um, mine is called the helper, which okay. um, it relates a lot to how I feel outside of volleyball, um, which is just like I like relationships and friendships and like connecting with people and. Um, all this stuff. And then on the court, it, it says like under stress, like where you go. And it takes me to the one that's called the challenger. Okay. And I totally like agree with that. Like <laughs> I just turn into like, especially if I get like a little angry or like, yeah. I don't know, a ref makes a bad call. Like I like flip a switch and I'm like, let's go. Like, like so focused <laughs> and like fired up. It's crazy. Cause like, I don't know. It's just a competitive side of me, but um, I've definitely had moments where that like can make me too fired up and like, and yeah. start to make it like, um, mistakes and stuff. But I definitely need to have a little bit of fuel and fire under, under my belt to put me in like my good zone. Yeah. So
0: how can you, so you mentioned, you know, say a ref calls a double, it's not a double yeah. that'll get you fired up. But Say if the ref is calling a game perfectly Yeah. the opponent isn't talking trash, how can you put yourself into that zone?
1: That's a good question. Well, I feel like every time I step onto the court, like, essentially I want to win, and that just comes with my competitive nature. But um, I, I just like the fact that I'm able to, like, connect with my partner and have it be, like, me and you versus, like, the other side. Mm-hmm. No matter if, like, the people on the other side of the net are, like, my friends or, like, I respect them, which I usually do, and I actually do know a lot of people that yeah. I compete against, but just kind of finding something that, um, like, I don't know, fuels us. I guess I guess it is just every time we step on the court, it's just, like, us versus them, and obviously we want to win for our team, so... I guess that's kind of what it comes down to.
0: Yeah. Beach volleyball is such a funny dynamic because it's one of the only sports. It's like beach volleyball, maybe tennis and golf, where yeah. you play against your friends yeah. all the time. Oh, my gosh. And especially you because know, people always talk about the UCLA-USC rivalry, but not only have you played against them your whole life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've probably played with most of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's sure. a funny
0: dynamic because people always ask me from home because, like, Maryland, no one knows anything about beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. Well. You played try three times this year. Like, how do you get up against one of your friends? I don't know. It's like playing your brother. Yeah, you just you find a way.
1: I know. (laughs) I know. That's what I was thinking. Like watching the AVP this past like season and everything. I'm like, how do you guys like? I you guys play each other. One wins, one loses. Then you go to I don't know the bar, go go to the restaurant. Exactly. Like,
0: and you're like sitting in line. you go ahead, you want you get you can get mine exactly. first.
1: <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's funny weird. to me. It's such a I mean again, it's just the beach volleyball sport is is just like such a great community and it's mm-hmm. cool that it's people are able to do that and like not hold the grudge or like not be able to be friends with them outside, you know? Yeah. Like I think that's pretty cool. But
0: what's it like after a UCLA USC match?
1: <sighs> mm. I mean, I think it it ranges from person to person. Yeah. Like um yeah I don't know I guess I'm I'm a little bit competitive so I if I I, again if I were to like lose I'm gonna be like a little bit like upset about it I'm not gonna want to go hug them and I think um Stein has kind of done a good job of like setting um boundaries for our team so like at tournaments or at like competitions and stuff like we're barely allowed to like hang out with our family or like say hi to our family because he says like when we show up, like this is business, like we're coming here to play and he relates it to like the NBA players are not going up and hugging their families in the stands and all that. But, um, it's just, it kind of like locks us in and like just we focus on our team and like our team as a whole and we're not really worried about any other teams and, um, I think that just makes it easier. So there's clear boundaries. You're not going to go up and run and hug someone from another team. So yeah. I don't know. It makes it easier, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's it's always funny for me to just like see that dynamic because I'll know that people are, are really good friends. I remember um, there's everyone has that team that it always comes down to that court. You've mm-hmm. been that court a couple times, but I remember when – Therese Cannon and Sammy Slater uh-huh. were at USC. Mm-hmm. It always came down to them against Sponsel and Lily. Yeah. And then Therese and Sarah had gotten a third at AVP Chicago yeah. together. And, yeah. and Therese is just the sweetest person in the world. And then no matter what the result was, they would they wouldn't talk to each other immediately. Yeah. They, it would, it would take some time. You got to let the emotion settle. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> That's kind of me too. Once I let my emotions settle, then we're good. But yeah. like yeah, I, I agree with that. Just Sometimes tensions are high. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you are competitive, as you've mentioned. Yes. And I'd imagine that your family is probably quite competitive as well. Yes. Um, and I'm curious how that uh, manifested itself growing up. Just, were you just playing all kinds of games as oh, kids? Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Um, so many, so many um, games and sports. But um, growing up, volleyball has always been in my family. My dad played mm-hmm. um and my mom played, uh, she did a bunch of stuff like track and she did volleyball and stuff too. But She's a trainer now? Yeah, she's like a trainer, nutritionist, okay. fitness expert, she likes to call herself.
0: It's <laughs> a good source to have as <laughs> a yeah, <with your> mom.
1: <laughs> it's quite funny, but um, yeah. So growing up, I played soccer, volleyball, and mostly just indoor and beach. Um, once I hit like definitely freshman year of high school, I was both of them. Um, but yeah, that definitely came from just a competitive, um, athletic sports kind of family. And yeah. obviously like I was going to AVPs as like a, like infant. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I've been around, especially volleyball forever, but
0: yeah. yeah. Being who your dad was, did you feel any pressure to play volleyball?
1: I get that question sometimes and yeah. like, no, I, I, I actually – at because when I was playing soccer and volleyball, um, I was, like, 13 and because we were um, having – it was, like, competitive soccer and competitive volleyball, and we mm-hmm. were getting to the point where, like, I had to pick because, like, the schedules were overlapping and all that. Um, and so at, like, one point I was, like, oh, I kind of – like, I want to play soccer because those were, like, my best friends, like, yeah. growing up. But, like, I love volleyball. Like, volleyball has always been, like, my true, like – passion and love. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of a no brainer, but, um, yeah, I actually, the hardest decision was indoor or beach. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. And, um, I remember having a conversation with my mom and she was, or yeah, she was like, Jaden, I feel like beach could be really good for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, I could. And, but I, I love the team thing. I'm like, I don't know, but I am so happy I chose beach, especially with, with everything and how it's gone so far, but also just like my roots and it's just, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: When did you have to make the choice between indoor and beach? Cause there are different seasons yeah. in high school, right? And even in college, you still have some people who are doing both.
1: Yeah. I, um, played indoor for a club up until like sixteens year, I okay. think. Um, but I played, um, indoor for high school up until my senior year. Okay. But I kind of wanted to stop playing club just because I wanted more time to train for beach. And it kind of was starting to get a little much. I was getting some injuries from indoor um, because I would like land on one foot and my hips were off. I was getting back problems. So it kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what, like, I know I want to play beach in college, so might as well like start actually
0: training for beach only. I never played indoor, but every time I watch film, I'm like, these guys are insane. Yeah. Because I started commentating for the Italian League. And I can't even follow the ball. (laughs) They're hitting it so hard. I'm like, one, anyone who digs a ball, it's either a gift from God or you're insanely good. It just moves so fast.
1: (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, watching the uh, Indoor National Championships, I was like, how are these girls? And like Zoe Fleck, she was at um, UCLA before, so I know Uh her a little bit. But she was just crazy back there, like yeah. digging. I'm like, how are you not s- trembling? I would have like <laughs> six, seven girls coming up and absolutely yeah. pounding it. I would be like, oh, my God. I'm yeah,
0: so- and it sold out 17,000-seat arena. Oh, it's pretty crazy. cool. crazy, yeah. It's cool to see the state of especially, I mean, beach is growing very fast. Yeah. But how big of a spectator sport college indoor is becoming.
1: I know. It's I mean, really that cool. The fact, they
0: filled up a 17,000-seat arena. So cool. Two days in a row was awesome. Yeah.
1: I know. I agree. It's cool to see it every like volleyball as a whole is just growing, which yeah. I think is awesome yeah. and is starting to get the recognition it deserves. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's I mean, it's been really interesting for me to just see what the the kids of great athletes how they sort of respond to being the kid of a great athlete because right. I'm, I'm good friends with Hagen Smith mm-hmm. and he never felt any pressure to follow in his dad's footsteps, but yeah. he grew up around volleyball and loves it. Mm-hmm. And you have, I mean, I don't think Karch's kids ever really got super in yeah. to volleyball. And then, you know, you're the daughter of a silver medalist mm-hmm. and, you know, just one of the most athletic blockers I've ever watched Yeah, and you're all into it, mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see how different people respond to kind of the family name,
1: right, so to speak. Totally. Yeah, I I feel like it only just makes me love volleyball more. Like, yeah. I love being at an AVP tournament and, like, running into, like, all of his old friends. Yeah. And, like, it's just so cool, like, to, I don't know, still, like, the amount of, like, love they had for him. Like, I feel like it, like, still, like, rubs off on me. And, like, I'll, like, run into someone and they'll be like, oh, my God, I know your dad. And, like, they'll tell me, like, cool stories. And I just think that just reflects on, like, beach volleyball community as a whole like I think that's so special and um yeah I think it'll live on forever so
0: yeah do you ever watch uh any of his old film
1: oh yeah totally we yeah there's some things on YouTube and stuff that we'll watch but yeah
0: the uh the match uh from the Olympic trials Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite ones where him and uh Mike Dodd mm-hmm. just absolutely dominated. He had like eight blocks on Stoke Cliff. I was <laughs> like, "This is insane." Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, "Why couldn't I get some of his height?" Like, I'm like <laughs> five seven and like and a half maybe, but ugh, yeah, I don't know. My sister um, also plays beach volleyball. Um, she's at ASU. She's a freshman this year. Okay. Um, but she definitely got more height okay. from him. She's like five ten maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she definitely yeah. She she's more like long and lean. I'm more like short and muscular. But <laughs> I think we all we got like a bunch of good things from him for sure.
0: How come she ended up going to Arizona State?
1: Um, well, I think uh like you were saying, like how um like, I, I wanted to maybe follow in his footsteps. Like, she also loves volleyball, but I think she wanted a different story and path than me. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think she, like, did, like, one volleyball camp at UCLA and was just like, oh, yeah, it's cool, but, like, I think I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she was looking at a bunch of different schools, but ultimately came down to ASU just because she loves the coaching staff, and um, the girls were super welcoming and cool to her, and um yeah so she had her first semester and she nice. has nothing but good things to say about the program and so i'm excited to see yeah what she So this does. will be
0: her true freshman season yeah it's exciting i know is yeah. it uh is it still brad keenan yeah and is it Paula Riza? yeah, she yeah. freaking love i poly. know <laughs> i know
1: um, I don't know them too well, but uh, yeah, every person I run into that knows them just says such good things about them. So I'm really excited uh, for her to be in good hands and yeah. we will get some good coaching and yeah.
0: It'd so. be fun to have a Whitmarsh-Whitmarsh battle.
1: Oh, I know. Seriously, my mom's like dreading it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what am I going to do? But um, yeah, this is actually the first year that we actually are like overlapping in school because... Like, when I was a senior in high school or when I was a senior in college, she was a senior in high school. So, like, yeah. we've never been able to actually play against each other. So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah definitely at Pac-12s or whatever, when we play ASU, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Could but. do
0: grad transfer at Arizona State. I know. Whip train. You I know. you got one blocker, one defender. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All mean and muscular. Oh, Good yeah. Good I know. Totally. <laughs> but. Where else were you looking at? college
1: um well UCLA was always my dream school so once that was an option it was like kind of it but I was also looking at USC for a little bit um and a couple of other schools like Cal Poly was one of the first ones to reach out to me um and a couple others like Arizona but I just knew that I wanted to be close ish to home and I feel like the um, distance from San Diego to LA was kind of perfect for yeah. me And um, there was also a lot more factors that played into why I I chose UCLA. But, um, yeah, UCLA was always it.
0: Yeah. What's it like? I'm curious because, like, your guys' generation, did you grow up watching, like, a Todd Rogers and a Stein Metzger? yeah. Was like, it funny? Well, I,
1: I I know I did. I don't know about other people, but I'm sure yeah. they did.
0: Was it funny for you to be watching these guys on the AVP, and then all of a sudden, Stein is giving you a call? Exactly. Once you go to my school, Todd Rogers is calling you up. Once I you know. go to his school, that had to have been a funny moment.
1: For sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I there are so many coaches in the college level that are just absolute legends, and it's so cool to like have girls from youth go to college left and right, and just like get the, like, experience and knowledge, like, poured into them and just see how, like, their game, like, develops and how much, like, just good coaching can help you. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see for sure. Um, I feel like I definitely got that from Stein and Jenny. Um, but just seeing, like, my game my freshman year to now is just completely transformed for the better. Um, but, like, that just came from, like, their, like, good teaching and, like, um, me being able to, like like ask questions and then like explain things further. And then obviously competing against my teammates like day in and day out, I'm like competing against like the best of the best. That's only helped too.
0: Yeah. What have you seen specifically improve from freshman to graduate senior year?
1: Yeah. Um, definitely my offense. I think like, um, like passing has been something that is something I'm always working on, but has been something that I've like been pretty good at, but My offense, my freshman year, I just would want to, like, muscle up and just hit. And that just ended up not working for me, especially once you go to another – like, a higher level and you're playing against, like, good blockers who will just absolutely stuff you (laughs) and, (laughs) like, make you feel terrible. But um, just being able to start transforming my offense and, like, being smarter and, like, having more shots in my pocket has been super helpful. And then, like, just – knowing that I need to like pass well to like be in a good good position to side out has been obviously super helpful as well.
0: Yeah. What are some of the the shots that you've added that you might not have had, or is it just your high lines a little better and your cut shots a little sharper?
1: Um, I like kind of both, but like being able to pass in like a specific location and then like run a set out of that and like being just like in a better position, um, with like my, like um, approach and like where I take off. And so I'm not broad jumping. Cause that will just like decrease my like height. Um, but yeah, just being able to like make my shots like more crisp and like mm-hmm. going for sidelines more, just more comfortably rather than just like hitting like right to the defender.
0: Yeah. With how fast, college women improve i'm sure if you watch film from your freshman year you probably get a good laugh it. oh my gosh
1: (laughs) like stein why did you want me (laughs) what is happening but yeah no for sure it's and it's cool to see like my my freshmen and like how they are already transforming and like just by like teaching them our like setting plays and like the way we want to like be aggressive from the like service line and like just seeing like people make a change so quick and I think that's cool to see too like seeing my teammates make those changes as well
0: yeah yeah what are you studying
1: um right now I'm my like master's degree is called code or transformative coaching and leadership okay and it's kind of under like John Wooden's philosophies and stuff so um it's a lot about leadership which I think is really cool and coaching but also, just like kind of being a good person. So yeah. <laughs> it's been it's really, important. yeah, it's been <laughs> actually really cool um, to to be surrounded by like other athletes that I wouldn't necessarily be like close with from other teams. And then just um, really cool professors and coaches like Miss um, Val was uh, the gymnastics coach for a long time. She was amazing. Um, I have her coming up next quarter, so I can't wait for that nice. one, but yeah it's been really cool and then undergrad i did sociology so
0: yeah, yeah. well your men's basketball team is kicking ass
1: oh yeah i know
0: the one maryland game because i went to university of maryland yeah and the i watched two games <clears throat> this year and the first one i watched i was like all right maryland's pretty good they're playing ucla and mm-hmm. they just got hammered <laughs> it's like we're down 30 at halftime uh,
1: yeah <laughs> no i i think the um like ucla athletics as a whole is just always entertaining but yeah um definitely the year that they made it to the final four that was a huge for us That's crazy
0: because were, were running the, the streets
1: game. oh yeah yeah no people were like running the streets and like we're celebrating it was like so fun i'll never forget it but
0: big sports schools are so fun
1: yeah it's just
0: especially because ucla has had such a tradition i mean you mentioned john wooden with yeah. basketball yeah and now they're they're back i know it's gotta be fun it's good to
1: see i'm like <laughs> yeah. love it my bruins
0: have you you haven't played a ton of AVPs? You popped in a couple qualifiers. Is that something that you are looking to do?
1: Yeah, I think I'll I'll play in some AVPs, like maybe this upcoming summer. Um, yeah, when I was when I was little, I was always like, yeah, I am going to play professional beach volleyball. But yeah. now I'm a bit older. I just I think I don't know. I don't I don't know if I want to necessarily pursue it as a full time career, but. Volleyball will always be something that I'm gonna be a part of because it's my my love, my passion. But um, yeah, I'll play in some AVPs and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have any plans on what you want to do with uh, with your masters?
1: Um. Yeah. I so well. I coaching. I'm always gonna coach. I've been coaching um like private lessons and stuff forever. Yeah. So definitely we'll do that. Um. But. Starting to get into sports broadcasting a little bit. Nice. Yeah. I haven't really done anything necessarily yet, but I've been doing some things to maybe like help prepare me. Like um, Anne-Marie Anderson hosts this like virtual broadcasting workshop thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I I did that like a month ago or two months ago. And um, it was like three sessions and she kind of just like spilled her experiences her thirty three years of experiences. Yeah. So it was cool. I learned a lot of like her tips and tricks and like how she prepares for a game and so I don't know. We'll see.
0: Well if you're looking to get into broadcasting international beach volleyball can set you up, get you yeah. contact if you want. I would we love need some that. more.
1: Please, I would love that. <laughs> <Done>. Yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> it's been a productive podcast. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I'm like that's a wrap.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I love but the, it. The uh I was talking about how there were, there were two matches that I watched that were two of the most intense matches. The first one was uh, you and Riley yeah. against LSU. The other one was you and Devin mm-hmm. against Stetson.
1: Oh, gosh. And yeah.
0: I was watching that. Me and Tim Brewster were on our way to a tournament in Cuba. And oh, we were yeah. laying over in the Miami airport. Yeah. And so we were streaming it on my phone. And Tim's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't watch." <laughs> so he's pacing up and down, down the airport. Out. Yeah, that that was crazy because that was a single elimination round. Oh yeah, what was that single elim like?
1: Oh my god, it was terrifying. And <laughs> I bet it was. Oh, it was absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, especially because like there's so much like hype and there's so much nerves and like like that um, like location being Gulf Shores and like. There's just so much pressure and especially like the first game jitters and all that, like I think it definitely hit our team. Um, especially being like a higher ranked team, like, um, yeah, started off our team started a little a little cold. Yeah. We were a little nervous, but um yeah, it 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 definitely is a lot of pressure, especially when it's single elimination. Yeah. And they're changing the format next year or for this upcoming season to the whole thing being single elimination. No
0: way. Yeah. Oh, I hate that.
1: I hate it more. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just like, it's just going to go by so fast. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's only, a, it's a three-day tournament and um, yeah, single elimination all the way through, so.
0: did they say why, what the reasoning No, is?
1: I don't, I don't understand. I wish they would like drag it out a little bit more to make it more like, I don't know, suspenseful and like maybe more people would watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think they're definitely like, like trying different things out, especially because last year was, the it was like a five day thing because it was the first day was a single elimination and then there was like a random day off and then yeah. the the rest of the three days was just playing it out. But
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm they're, just such
0: a double limb purist. I, me too. I hate pool play. I, I hate know. Single limb. Me too. Just make it. Divisible by four and run a double limb and all your problems are solved. I
1: agree. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, whatever. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good tournament. I'm just excited to see how like even just the regular season pans out and like the teams that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be like top runners are the ones that usually surprise you. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Are they keeping it at is it still sixteen?
1: Sixteen, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I didn't know a single limb if they upped it a little bit more. I know.
1: See, and then that's another thing. I thought maybe they would change the right. amount of teams, but I think it's still 16.
0: Yeah. And if they, I mean, golly, if you can't run a 16-team double limb in three days with college kids, it's not, you're not 75-year-old grandmother. <laughs> I like know. You, you can play that many matches. I know. It's, <laughs> Come it's, on, guys.
1: Right? It's going to be really interesting just to – because, like, even um, last year with the one round of single elimination, like, there were, like, close games, and yeah. there were some upsets, and, like – we almost had a huge upset obviously the sets and game and like I just think back it was like FSU Cal Poly and like it was it came down to one core and then yeah. FSU won but just like so many things can happen in a single elimination and there's going to be some upsets so yeah Yeah
0: I think if there if there is a format where the best teams should still come out of a single limb, I think the college beach is a good one Yeah But if it were if it were like the AVP were to do just a single limb, yeah, it would be nuts because anyone can get hot for 45 minutes I know and that beat anyone. I
1: totally agree with you. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. So it's a bit nerve wracking, but that's why we got to prepare for it now, I guess. Yeah. Just like put, keep putting each other in, in pressure situations during practice just to like, f- you know, feel that more and experience it yeah. as much as we can right. until we get to that moment. But...
0: Yeah. I could see Stein telling some of you guys, like, "All right, all of you, just drop the second set. Mm-hmm. We want to simulate this pressure come later." Exactly.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. Like, get those third third games in. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: because it's hard to simulate that. I remember reading a story on um, it was a World Cup preview, and they were talking about PKs mm-hmm. and how most coaches don't even bother practicing them because they said there's no way we can simulate this pressure. Like what we do in practice isn't going to translate at all because of the magnitude of the moment. It's true. It's incomparable.
1: It's true. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that is true, but I feel like the more you can try and like, I mean, you can, you can make pressure situations, obviously not probably to the same magnitude, but it's important to like, try to experience it as much as you can so once it gets to that moment you like can have different ways of like uh, coping I guess like with the amount of pressure but yeah I I don't know how do you handle
0: them what's your what's your mind doing at 10 10 in the third set against Stetson
1: yeah I don't know if
0: that was the score I know it was 15 13 ended up being yeah
1: I think it was 10 10 on switch I'm pretty sure but um definitely uh our team practices like breathing and like trying to get in like a zen mode but um yeah I think I'll take some deep breaths and the biggest thing for me though is just like staying connected with my partner mm-hmm. and just kind of like like eliminating everything else mm-hmm. um, like trying not to like trying to like block out the noise and like the yelling and and just like staying present I guess is like the biggest thing for me um and what I've like experienced so I would say that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And are you and Dev running it back? Do we know?
1: Um, As of right now, it should be. Um, Okay. She got shoulder surgery in June, so she's been in recovery process, recovery mode for the past couple of months. But um, yeah, every single day she's progressing, and so she should be back for season in August I think we would both love to play with each other again. Yeah. So we'll see how things fall. But, um, yeah, that should be the case.
0: How much does your guys' opinion influence what Stein and Jenny do?
1: Um, usually uh, usually Stein and Jenny will make the decision and then we will, like, talk to us and be like, how do you like this? Like, how are you guys working together? Because you could have, like, the best defender and the best blocker together, but, like, the way that you guys flow on the court just, like, doesn't work for some yeah. reason. It's just, like chemistry or whatever but um I would say like they obviously respect our opinions and like they will make changes if they have to but um yeah sometimes like they don't see things that like maybe like the players will see so Mm -hmm. they've like made an open um communicating like platform so like if we do maybe have an idea of like wanting to play with someone like we feel comfortable enough to ask them which I think is pretty cool and that's what actually happened last year Devin and I weren't together in, like, um, off season and they were putting us with different players and stuff, but we had played together, like, for fun and, like, practices and things like that and we were, like, why don't you guys, like, give us a shot playing at practice, like, one time just to, like, see how it goes and we had a really good practice and then they kept us together, so.
0: There you go. Yeah. That worked out.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Is, uh, is Abby Van Winkle back or she? Yeah. I feel like she's been there for eight years.
1: (sighs) It seems that way. Yeah. No, she's my year. She's my year and, um. I feel like maybe it feels like that because she started her freshman year. Probably. But, um, yep, she's back. We have Tessa Van Winkles. We have two Van Winkles. Um, Yeah. Gosh, we got a lot of
0: people. You guys are loaded. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a fun year.
1: It really is. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> and yeah. when's – do you know the schedule yet? When yeah, we have, our,
1: we have our schedule. I think our first game is like f- February 25th or something. We're okay. in Hawaii. So that'll That's be fun. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I know Stein loves going back to Hawaii, being from there and everything.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. It's actually a huge, huge blessing for us. We're like, yeah, let's go back to your hometown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we were just out there for Thanksgiving. So we had a little preseason fall tournament there. And then we'll go back in
0: February. I always forget that you guys have that mini little fall season. I know. How'd that go?
1: It was good. This was like a a big year for uh, fall tournaments. And they actually like... Implemented a little bit of like a pairs tournament and
0: in uh, that's in Alabama, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Cool. Yep. They did Alabama. They did a few other ones too. There was um the Manhattan one, and there was like three, uh, three pairs from each school um that would compete in a pairs tournament. While yeah. like there was a whole another tournament, like a duels tournament, going on like at the same beach. Okay. So it was kind of interesting. It was like. A, like you a
0: be, you gotta be deep. You yeah, gotta have eight
1: I know, right? <laughs> so like a lot of the schools that like didn't have that many teams, it was hard because it was like right. okay, well I don't we don't have enough players playing the duel if like our pairs are playing. So, um yeah, it was kind of interesting though. It was cool.
0: Did you go to Huntsville? No. Okay.
1: No, we had um, Abby playing with um, Ch- uh, Jess. Yeah, I think it was Jess Smith. Okay. She's a sophomore this year. And then, um Lexi playing with a freshman, um, Maggie Boyd, okay, so yeah,
0: because I'm, I'm curious I had talked to Lexi how that went. yeah, Just, that was the first year they've done it, right
1: yeah, they, um, sh- they said it was good. they said it was a lot on their bodies. I think it was like a three day thing, and like the weather was crazy and yeah um, it was a, a kind of a lot, especially for fall, but um, I mean again, it's cool to get to compete. Just like in fall against all these teams and like see the other teams like level and yeah yeah
0: they keep having all these huge tournaments in alabama
1: i know who knew i know <laughs> yeah we go out there in march Uh yeah for uh i think we play like the lsu fsu like a bunch of and those teams
0: uab hosts that one right i think so okay
1: yeah but i know who would have thought alabama is a spot, but yeah, it's been and a spot. Gulf
0: Shores is beautiful. Oh
1: my gosh, I love it so much.
0: It's so pretty.
1: I actually feel bad for the teams in the future that aren't going to get to go there because it's going to it's what is it Huntington, Huntington. In
0: two years, I think.
1: Exactly, I think that's why. Sorry. Well,
0: I think <laughs> I, I think uh, <laughs> I think more people will probably we'll show go. up. I think I it'll agree. be an easier uh, sell for ESPN.
1: Totally, and like a lot more people will attend, and there'll be more. Probably, like, fans and stuff, especially yeah. for a bunch of, like, teams down here. But I don't know. I but just if, think the feeling of, like, Gulf Shore. maybe I'm biased, but, like, the white sand and, like, just Gulf Shores, Alabama is just, like, been such a, like, I grew up watching it. So right. it's, like, I don't know. I
0: don't and know. Gulf Shores has been synonymous with national championships. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very cool that the NCAA has been able to build that mm-hmm. in of all places, Gulf Shores, which is close to nothing. I know. But it's like the
1: sweetest little <laughs> town. Like it is. like we go to the same place for lunch like almost every single day and we're like by the end of it we're like, okay, let's switch. Yeah. But but it's just so cool that like Gulf Shores is able to like just have that every year mm-hmm. and like I don't know. I, I love I love Gulf Shores, but
0: yeah. I don't know. That's me. Well, let's hope you get back there one more time. I
1: know. Let's <laughs> go. Maybe two. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, Jaden, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything no. you might have missed? I'm good. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, where can our listeners find you and follow you?
1: Um, Instagram, Jaden Whitmarsh. I think Twitter is the same. Um... Yeah, it's my main ones. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Good luck this year. Thanks for coming on. Thanks Glad for Glad we could get you up here. And uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing you throughout the UCLA season. For sure. sure. All right. Thank you. Shoots. <laughs>